leadership in cybersecurity isn't just about understanding threats. It's about leading a team to navigate them with confidence. At CPF Coaching LLC, we specialize in taking your leadership skills to the next level. With over 15 years in the cybersecurity field, we empower professionals and startups to reach unprecedented heights. Imagine having a personalized coaching experience tailored to your unique career ambitions. From strategic planning to masterful pitch and interview preparations, we're here to guide you through every challenge. Join us for our unique value proposition workshops or dive into our vibrant learning community for continuous skill advancement. Don't just be a part of the industry. Redefine it. Visit cpfcoaching.com for more information. Discover the leader within. Contact CPF Coaching LLC today and schedule your strategic session. Welcome to another episode of Breaking into Cybersecurity Leadership, where we talk to cybersecurity leaders to develop the next generation of cybersecurity professional. Today, we have Josh from Fish Firewall, who will be joining us and sharing his input on leadership skills and competencies. Joshua, would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? So as you said, my name is Joshua Krembaugh. I am the founder of Fish Firewall. I come originally started in cybersecurity as an ethical hacker and worked my way up. Definitely had a lot of fun running some red teams in the process though. But yeah, I started as an ethical hacker. I really developed this passion for the human element of, of cybersecurity and then psychology around it. And I founded or Fish Firewall to address the, that issue, uh, the human element, and actually stop user error. So what were some of the major reasons for transforming to a leader versus being an individual contributor? Being an individual contributor is a blast. And, and you certainly get to do stuff that is just mind-blowing sometimes, especially if you're in my field, penetration testing. But at the end of the day, you don't make that much of a difference or certainly not as much of a difference as a leader can. And, and so you're, it's very granular, one client, one aspect of one client at a time, and you might write a report and that's your best chance at, at making a difference. Whereas if you get into leadership, you can help shape the policy, really tackle those challenges and those unanswered questions in cybersecurity that we all have. And so I think for a lot of people, it's a natural progression as things maybe get a little easy. And in one part, when you're the individual practitioner, it just makes sense to move on and move up so that A, you can continue advancing your career, but, but B, so that you can truly get in and work on the more difficult problems. And what were some of the critical skills that you had to develop to become a cybersecurity leader? First one is communication. Uh, if you can't communicate these very complex topics in a way that anyone in the organization can understand it, regardless of their aptitude within cybersecurity or technology in general, then you're not going to progress. And, and so I, I think just having good communication skills, developing those, really understanding the different aspects of cybersecurity and the, of these different frameworks in a way that, that you understand it well enough that, that you can just easily explain it and people will understand it. I think it really starts there is really great communication skills. And that's certainly not the only thing, but, but communication is key. We may, we may do some really technical stuff for a living, but at the end of the day, the more technical our job, the more the product is that report. And when we say the product is a report, it's really all about the communication. It's how we deliver it and all of that. And yeah, communication is key in advancing your career. You touched on one of the key skills and competencies that 
always seems to come up. So how would you rate yourself with your comfort level on a scale of one to five with communication? I would think at this point, I probably put myself at a five. It helps that I've spent the last five years in the C-suite now. It definitely changes your perspective on, on quite a few things, but, but no, I think I'm generally a fairly decent. I'm like most nerds. I may do a great job 90% of the time. And then there's that one time where I feel like I'm communicating clearly, but they just don't hear it on the end too. I don't know, maybe it's four. So that kind of leads into one of the other skills is that the ability to collaborate. How do you rate yourself on collaboration on one to five? And why is it such a critical skill? The higher up you get in the company, the more, the more it's about collaboration and delegation. And so being able to work with a team, understand maybe their different concerns and things like that is very important. And it's not just about your, it's not just about collaborating with your direct team. It's about collaborating with a greater organization that the great organization may have vulnerabilities and issues and weaknesses that the InfoSec team is completely unaware of. And if we don't foster that collaboration, if we don't sponsor that communication, then we may not ever find out about this horribly unsafe practice that let's say accounts payable has. Oh, we can all guess what that practice is. But, but no, collaboration is a very key part of, of being a leader, especially in cybersecurity. And I think in cybersecurity, particularly, it's one of those things that, that I think we all need to be a little bit better at. So you mentioned some of the things that might occur in your organization. Along with collaboration comes delegation. How do you rate your comfort level with that on the scale of one to five? And why is that such a critical skill? Oh, I get better at that every day. Definitely a four, maybe four and a half. I think for anyone technical, it can be very tempting to get in the weeds to do things yourself. It's not just technical people, it's perfectionists too. You ask somebody to do it and they completely butcher the project and do it nothing like what you had wanted. And it's so tempting to jump in and be like, I'll do it. And, and that's just not a scalable way of doing things. And so you have to get better good at a communicating the requirements out of the gate, communicating timelines, having that back and forth discussion with them. But beyond that, it's also about being able to listen and, and work with them and hear about their concerns and, and things like that. And delegation, it's really a two-way street, but, uh, but to really advance within any organization, the higher up you get, the less you do and the more your job is to delegate and to lead and to set that policy. So we talked about delegation, communication, and collaboration. Now, all of those come together in an interesting way with a skill called influence. And some people call it sales. Some people have social engineering. It, it has all these different names. And I'm sure at Fish Firewall, you come across all the different ways to name it. Why is that such an important skill within cybersecurity? Well, Fish Firewall, we call it social engineering for good. But, uh, but the reality is that sales, social engineering, whatever you want to call it, it's a part of our everyday lives. And, and so the way we say things, the way we work with people, the way we listen, all of that can make a difference as to whether we get resistance or whether we get cooperation. I think a really great example of this, and I'm going to stick to my area of expertise, but it's, a, it's around security awareness. I've seen instances where you have organizations where 
it's this heavily punitive sticks driven program where if they click on too many phishing simulations, they get fired. And then on the opposite side, I've seen one where it's heavily, extremely friendly. There's no sticks involved. And every single time I see better results on with the friendly group. And the reason this is because of basic psychology. It says that the more friendly things are, or rather the less toxic that they are, the more likely people are to want to engage. And yeah, what's true for just this one part is true across the whole organization. It's our job to work with the organization, not to get in their way. And I think too often security almost sees themselves as, as the gods of the network. And, and so what happens is we inhibit instead of promoting and it starts with understanding that. And then, and then with that, we can better communicate. We can start understanding the needs and the concerns of that department head and what they need in order to be, have their our department be functional. And when you understand that and you can balance that with your own, you're just going to get better, better results across the board. I think it's great for anyone who has the opportunity to take a little bit of time and study a little bit of the behavioral psychology or just psychology in general. There, there's so much you can learn there that applies to our everyday jobs. Absolutely. I, I loved the, my psychology class back in college. You mentioned both inside the organization and outside the organization when you talked about collaboration. But what about networking? Why is it such, and this is the people networking, why is it such an important skill in this industry and why? Oh, I think part of it is the fact that not everybody in our, our industry is super outgoing. I think for me, the reason that I want to get out there, heck, the same way we met, is that getting there, meeting people and, and understanding what they're working on, whether it's a new technology or whether it's just a problem or a, a unique situation that they have within their environment, all of this helps to expand the broader knowledge of our industry. And, and let's be honest, there's a lot of new and very interesting technologies out there. One of the things that networking brings is to help make you aware of those. 2023, we've seen more technological change, I think, than we ever have in any year previously in the history of man with these large language models and how far AI has come. And networking, it just builds your resources or your resource bench. And I can reach out to anyone on that bench and say, hey, I have this problem. Do you know of anything that can help me solve it? Or have you been through this before? Do you have any ideas? And not any one of us individually is smart enough to, to truly solve this problem. I think of us as more of a practice like doctors. We're still perfecting it in cybersecurity and, and we have to outpace the bad guys. And we're not going to do that alone. As you think about growing future cybersecurity leaders, both technical and non-technical, what advice would you give them? I think the most important thing is to care about your users, care about your the broader organization. When they start seeing compassion and a genuine desire to work with their department coming out of the cybersecurity team, I think we're going to truly build and see that culture change. We all talk about it. And, and I think that that's one of those really important elements. A couple other things that I think is really important for future leaders in cybersecurity, if you're looking to get into this, 
is to understand it and at least have a basic understanding of the MITRE attack framework and things like that. Because if you are a cybersecurity leader, you are working with those technical people all the time as well. And, and so it helps to have that both technical as well, the hard skills as well as the soft skills. Perfect. Joshua, thank you so much for coming on today and sharing this insights into the skills and competencies needed for future cybersecurity leaders. All right. Thank you so much. In the rapidly evolving world of cybersecurity, your business needs a guide that's as dynamic as the threats you face. CPF Coaching LLC delivers unparalleled expertise to elevate your cybersecurity startup or business with a decade and a half of specialized experience. We're not just advisors. We're your strategic partners in growth and risk mitigation. Our tailored advisory services range from immediate hourly guidance to comprehensive three or six month packages, all supported with encrypted messaging for real-time assistance. For more information, cpfcoaching.com is your destination. Forge a path to success and distinction in the cybersecurity landscape. Connect with CPF Coaching LLC today and secure your business's future.